to be found on page 112 in the New Testament section of the Bibles. Jesus appears to the disciples. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, we come to you in worship. We give you thanks for all that you have done. Amen. Do take a seat. So, in this moment, use how you'd like to use. If you'd like to have the scripture open, use that. If you'd like to close your eyes and visualize yourself in the scene, maybe as one of the disciples, maybe looking from the outside, use this moment uh, in any way that's sort of helpful to you. Uh, maybe for once, I'm not offended if you close your eyes in my sermon. No. I wouldn't be offended. But this is our first meditation taken from verse 19, that first verse. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Our encounter today with Jesus starts in the evening, in a time of darkness, a time needing the light of Jesus. This darkness had sadness, it had confusion. They had heard rumours, but there was still disbelief in their hearts. It was the first day of the week. A whole week had passed since Jesus' resurrection. A new week. New beginnings. And a new creation had sprung up. But they hadn't caught up. They hadn't seen what had happened. 
They were surrounded by fear. And so they locked themselves away. They were safe. They thought from those who would harm them. But what else were they keeping at arm's length? Worried that the persecution that had led to Jesus' death would come to them. But no locked door would keep Jesus out. Was Jesus a ghost? How could he get through these walls now? Some have said of Jesus' resurrection that the walls were less solid than he was. And so they posed no barrier to him. And so Jesus stood among them and he offers them his peace. A profound, simple, and everyday greeting. Or was it? Was it the burning away of their fear? Because this peace had profound effect on their lives. Jesus was offering them peace from fear and peace with God. And so, what does peace look like for us tonight? To receive Jesus' peace into our own hearts. Is there an area of life that we need to receive that peace specifically for? In his resurrection, we meet Jesus in his new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. Darkness is not darkness to Jesus. And peace is offered to us. We continue our meditations from verse 20. It says, After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. Jesus knew that they'd struggle to work things out. Who was this? So Jesus showed them his wounds, the marks that he had taken on for them, that for anyone else would have shown their defeat. But on Jesus, they showed his victory over death. His truth that he had fulfilled all that he said he would do, that centuries of prophecies would come together in those fateful days a week before. It was taking time to sink in. Maybe it does for us. They realized that the same Jesus that they had known before was standing in front of them, 
they had the realization. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. They were in the presence of God on earth. Jesus, Son of God, was standing among them. They rejoiced because God had reached out to them, dwelt among them, even when they didn't realize it. And this was the true fullness of the truth, that Jesus is God with us. In his resurrection, Jesus shows that he is God and that he is God with us and for us. Again, he offered them his peace, as well as peace from fear and peace with God. He was offering us peace with one another, those around them, those around us. And so today we can gather and we can offer that same peace that he offered to us, to those around us, not to be kept to ourselves, but to be passed on. So in a moment, without breaking that meaningful and meditative moment, why don't we offer to just those who we're sitting around that simple sign of peace that Jesus offered to us. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let's share with those just immediately around us. We won't move anywhere. From verse 22. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. And if you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Encountering the risen Jesus, they are offered the greatest gift the breath of God. True life that only comes from God to live this life to its fullest. For us to live transformed lives in the resurrection, that same resurrected body that Jesus was in was offered to them. So in this moment, we are offered to receive that breath of God, that infilling into our own lives, giving life to dead places and parts of our own life, true enlivening through the Holy Spirit. Take a moment to receive that life that he offers us. we've been running on empty trying to do life in our own strength we can acknowledge that to God 
we can all say, I need that life-giving breath that you offer in my life. And Jesus scandalized those around him when he offered forgiveness of sins. And he didn't offer it to nobles and the spiritually well-off. He gave it to those who needed it. And when he did, it transformed their lives. So today we live in that fullness of forgiveness. And we're commanded to live fully in that resurrection. We give over to God all that ties us back all that stops us from living that fullest life. If there's anything we need to give over to God in this moment, we do. We say sorry for holding on to it. We acknowledge our need for God. And he draws close to us in that. We are commanded to freely offer that goodness and that forgiveness to all around us, even and especially to those who we find it difficult to. And so we're challenged that if we don't, then it's not taken away at all. So however hard it is, we are commanded to offer that forgiveness equally to all those around us. So in this moment, are there any we find hard to forgive? It holds us back. Maybe it holds them back too. Take a moment to give that over to God. Today we live in full forgiveness as children of God, filled without measure the Holy Spirit. Living that life needs full forgiveness for us and for all those around us.